This is the Man in a Room podcast. This is Man in a Room. It is a podcast. A podcast. You're listening to Man in a Room. Hello, and thank you for joining me for this episode of Man in a Room. How's it going? Um, things are going fine here, nothing really to report. Um, I have noticed recently that my Norfolk accent has, has actually started to be a bit stronger, which is a bit strange. It's a rum old do, I'll tell you. Um, but it's just one of those things that I, well, to be fair, I've lived in Norfolk now for 36 years. It'd be very hard for me not to pick up some sort of twang of something, you know. And, um, yeah, I don't, I, do you know what, I'm actually quite proud of my accent. I mean, it's not strong, but then again, it's not exactly weak. It's sometimes very clear, especially when I say the words 99 and all that kind of stuff. But, um, yeah, I, it's, it's a very strange, uh, growing up in Norfolk though, because we have our own sort of regional TV shows and all that kind of stuff. I mean, I think most places have their own regional television stuff output specifically for that specific county. And uh, Norfolk is obviously classically known as being a bit weird. And so you can probably imagine the local TV was also quite weird. And it was. And I was fully aware of it back in the day. And uh, there's this one thing. There's one, this weird little documentary that was being made once. I don't remember why it was being filmed. But uh, there used to be this local fair that used to come um, to the village. And they once filmed this documentary all about it. And um, so it's a bit like, okay, uh, they're going to film this person. Oh, well, who's the best person to ask about the fun fair now? Who could we ask? Who'd be enthusiastic and probably quite a fun little afternoon or just chat about the fun fair? Oh, I know. We'll get a little girl to walk around with us and we'll chat to her about things. <clears throat> and it's very weird. Um, even back then it's like this strange, strange thing. And I remember this, this, uh, girl said something and it's one of those things that me and my brother and sister have quoted so many times since because the way this uh, young girl said it and what she said was just so sort of not what we would have said. And it's just such a strange moment. So basically there's this scene in this documentary where they're walking through the fair and they're eating candy floss. And um, I can't remember why she says it. She was maybe asked, I don't know. But she basically says, we're all sticky. We won't be able to go on any of the rides. And to this day, um, I, I think it was, uh, you know, it's just one of those things that has stuck with us over the years. We're st- you know, sticky... We won't go on any rides. So if I'm ever sticky, I can guarantee my brother or my sister will say, you won't be able to go on any of the rides. Um, it's very weird when that sort of thing happens because it's a very sort of niche thing. Because the other thing that literally just popped into my head, and do you know what? I'm going to share it with you because this is the way the show goes. We're going off-road. Random memory. So I remember this other thing that happened when we were kids. There's this uh, garden centre that used to be nearby. And um, it was, it's very, you know, they used to sell all kinds of stuff on there. And we used to just go into the garden centre because my parents needed to get things for the garden. 
and that was the center for it kind of thing you know and they sell pets they used to look at the goldfish all the exotic pets they used to like, like songbirds and all this kind of stuff and you know i remember they, were, they used to sell terrapins and uh, i just remember once going in there the little uh the little bit with all the pets and stuff in it and they had this um these terrapins and this kid was knocking on the window like that just banging on it and then it's i think his sister kept saying don't do that it's unfair and you know it's that is fair enough saying that don't do that it's unfair but because this kid wouldn't stop knocking right um the the sister just kept saying don't do that it's unfair 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 like a little song and so that's one of those things that also stuck in my family that don't do that it's unfair song um i just remember that and uh yeah it's a bit of a it's weird i, I often think about what happened to her and him and all that kind of stuff and then i realized that do you know what i'll never find that out i always find that very weird when uh that something happens but anyway back to the script um so anyway we used to watch these weird like regional tv shows and all this kind of stuff and i remember uh, they used to do this filming all the time, you see. And they once went through their archives and they made a TV show of just all the weird stuff. I think it was called Bygone Days or something like that. I don't know. It was on uh, Anglia TV. It was some Bygone Days or something like that. And it just basically showed footage of like old Norfolk life. And it used to be really quite funny because I remember this, all this weird like talent shows and like, oh, look at this man. He can play a saw with a bow. Isn't it amazing? And there'll be other just weird stuff like juggling and, you know, just eccentric modeling. Modeling is basically just having a chat, having a chin wag, as it were. Much like early podcasting, but more of a person-to-person basis. Uh, a, a ripping good yarn, to paraphrase um, Michael Palin and Terry Jones with their ripping yarns. But yeah, yarn, you can, uh, you know, spin a yarn. Um, but yeah, and uh, yeah, just it's just a weird archive of just weirdness and all that kind of thing. And it's uh, yeah, it was great, loved it, and uh, we used to watch it every weekend. But yeah, it's cool. And uh, do you know the one thing that you we actually never saw on there? It was somebody doing tarot and tea. It's a beverage and vicinity. Ooh, it's a beverage and vicinity, is it? Yeah, no, it's not. It's uh, a beverage and divinity. Ooh, that's what that is. Um, so anyway, uh, it's now time for me to uh, give the tarot cards a quick shuffle and tell you about what this episode's tea is. This tea is Twinings Mango and Strawberry. I've not, uh, I may have actually already had this on the episode, or not on, on the show before. I'm quite sure I have actually. And I'm going to guess it's going to taste like mangoes and strawberry. going to guess that one. Like I say, I'm running out of variety. Um... Variety, ooh. Let's not do that. Let's just post-production that's gone mad. Um, so anyway, um, I'm now uh, going to have a quick sip of the tea. Are we ready? Ooh, that is nice. There's the strawberries and the mango. I'll taste the mango and the strawberry. That's a good quality tea. Ooh. Anyway, to the tarot. Uh, so basically the way it's going to work, I'm going to draw three cards, the past, the present, and the future. 
the past is, you know, by the way, just uh, as always, it's not anyone specific. So this may or may not be for you. It may it may ring true with you, but it's not necessarily for you. Um, but anyway, it's just a bit of fun. So don't take this too seriously, okay? Right, sweet. So the past uh, card is supposed to remind you of something, uh, maybe a person that you know or whatever. Anyway, so it's the Knight of Swords I can see here. So basically there's a gentleman here. He's on a, on a horse. He's got very pointy shoes on. And the horse, um, this doesn't really like a horse really. Anyway, this knight is riding a horse at great speed and he's hold, holding the sword aloft, being like, yes, I am Spartacus and all that kind of stuff. And he's obviously, he's going some speed. So maybe being all like, uh, I don't know, maybe being all cavalier and going gung-ho. So if you've recently been going gung-ho and just going for it, this may be for you or someone that you know, if that does ring true, someone being gung-ho and be like, yeah, look at me and my sword. Um, and then now we've got the uh, the uh, f uh, the nine of pentacles. So um, there's a lady here. This is the present, by the way. There's a lady here dressed in a lovely dress with all flat a flowery dress, and uh, she's uh, for want of a better phrase, she's practicing falconry, and she's uh, basically got a falcon there on her arm, and uh, yeah, she's very nonchalant about it. Really, she's just chilling out, being like, yeah, look at this. I've got a got a massive bird of prey on my arm, and she's surrounded by um, nine pentacles. So yeah, so maybe uh, you know you've been gung ho. Maybe you've tamed the wildness somewhat. So basically, you know, you used to be gung ho, and now you've been like, Do you know what? I've tamed the wild side of me, and it's fine. I'm now relaxed in a garden, wearing a lovely dress, and the future, which I got to say also very important. Uh, is the future. It's not written yet. We've all seen Back to the Future. So, you know, you know the, f the future can be changed. Uh, this is the... Oh, this is this is one of the higher arca uh, arcana. It's the uh, the magician. So basically, it's a gentleman standing here uh, holding aloft a candle or uh, I would say a double-ended dildo as there's a cup, a sword, a wand and a pentacle on his table and he's basically, he's also got like the Infinity logo above his head. Um, so, you know, the, the, the future might possibly be, you know, you master of your own destiny. Like, you know, infinite wisdom um, can be, be held when you lay down the cups, the pentacles, and the wands and the swords. So basically saying, don't, you know, infinite wisdom is there if you don't listen to tarot. Um, yeah, so uh, that's actually... Oh, that's pretty accurate. So this has been Tarot and Tea. It's a bear and gem for dinner V. Anyway, I'll be back after this very, very short break. If you have any thoughts, comments, or questions, please do not hesitate to send them to show at maninaroom.co.uk. Okay, so I'm now gonna tell you something about my past, which uh, I do have fond memories of and that was when i was a disc jockey i used to be a, a radio presenter years and years and years ago uh for hospital radio no less and so basically in a nutshell i always liked the idea of radio presenting all this kind of stuff and i remember um like making an internet radio station it used to cost a couple of quid here and there but it was fine um and all that kind of thing but it's very simplistic and just basically you know not really 
I used to get people listening to that kind of stuff, but, you know, it wasn't proper radio, was it? So I thought, right, what's the one step up? Hospital radio. You volunteer, you go in, you do your show. Amazing. You're actually getting on the air, as it were. But there's a slight problem there. No one listens to hospital radio. So, you know, I may have had the same amount of listeners. And I know that for a fact because I will uh, mention later on how I know that wasn't the how I didn't have any listeners. But anyway, so I used to quite enjoy doing this show. I used to have to do the, the uh, I think, what the hospital over because that is for like a couple of uh, hospitals. And I did the, the show for Lowestoft, the Lowestoft Hospital. And uh, so that would be my job to read out their dedications. So they'd have people going around the um, the wards and being like, do you want to have a song on the radio? Let me know what you want to hear on the radio and listen on this time, on this day. And you'll hear your request being read out. And it was great. And um, I used to get some strange requests. Um, not necessarily always, you know, uh, appropriate for the time of year. Someone once asked for a Christmas song in the summer. Didn't mind. It's quite funny, really. But the thing was, is is that I tend to, you know, if I don't like being safe when I'm doing things. You see, when I do behind the curtain thing here, I like doing this show as if it's live. You see, I've, that's something, I don't know if you've noticed this or not, but I leave the stammers, the weird sort of when your mind goes blank and the, you know, earlier with the whole not being able to sing the jingle. That stays in because if it was live, it would be out and live, you see. That's the way it works. So, you know, with hospital radio, it was definitely live. So stuff could go wrong. And I used to try and manufacture moments where it could go wrong. Uh, This included leaving mics up on purpose. Um, You know, so people listening to it be like, oh, he's left the mic on. And all that kind of stuff, you know. And um, I remember once, just to try and sabotage myself, I just used uh, vinyl, like records, to do the show. Uh, Because basically, it's all computerized, but there's all MP3s, and they used to have an internal system of MP3s and that kind of thing, you see. And I thought, nope, I'm not using technology, I'm going to use records, I'm going to try my best uh, to try and do that. And do you know what, I did a pretty good job, I'm actually quite proud of what I managed to do. Um... And it didn't go wrong. I think I had a couple of ones that kept jumping around, which is all right, which is, you know, excellent for me. And uh, do you know what? I know I actually do have some of those records uh, recorded. My show was actually recorded. Um, I used to record it on mini-disc. Sort of dates it there, doesn't it? And I've got these mini-discs of old episodes. be interesting to actually see if I can uh, maybe track them down, you know, maybe, maybe share them with you at some point. Not going to promise that, but, you know, if I manage to work out a way of getting a mini disc to a computer, fantastic, I'll give that a go. But anyway, there's this, um, as I mentioned before, um, there was this thing where we had like an internal like system where you can like have, uh, what was it called? I can't remember what it's called. But basically you'd have just an unlimited bunch of MP3s on, a, on, a, on this system and then you can literally type a song in and there it is, there's the song and you can make playlists and so on and so forth. It's, it's fantastic. So, you know, I like playing sort of weird and unusual songs and songs I want to listen to. I mean, if I'm going to sit there for two hours or three, is it two or three hours? Um, I think it might be three hours or four hours even, I don't remember. Uh, but I used to do the show and... Um, just whacking any old song. I remember having um, 
I played a song called Novocaine for the Soul by the Eels, or Eels, whatever you want to call them. And there's like a, uh, just a sort of an angsty 90s song there. Um, you know, this is that sort of Novocaine for the Soul. You better give me something. But so I don't know that song. You know it. If you don't, you don't. But there we are. So. As I was listening to it, I thought, oh yeah, there's a swear word in this. Oh, this must be the radio edit. Because obviously it's on the radio system. It's on the, Someone has gone to the effort of encoding this song so it's on the system. So it must be the safe version to play. And then the F word just drops. I was like, oh my goodness. That is not a good thing. It's like two, like I say, two, I think maybe like three or four in the afternoon. Maybe even five. I can't remember. I remember it was early. I remember that. And um, so... It was a case of like, okay, so that's happened now. So I came back from the songs. Like, I'm so sorry for your, you know, if you heard that, and I apologise and this kind of stuff. And uh, no one complained because no one was listening. And uh, yeah, and it's just one of those things, really. No one was listening to it, so it's fine. And uh, one of the weird things also that I about the hospital radio, especially the one I was at, um, I just realised that you know, people had two and two can probably add up uh, who worked there and all that kind of stuff. But there was a certain amount of um, sabotage that went on from other from another member of uh, of the team, as I will say. Uh, they won't be listening, it's fine. But what they did was, one day, so the system, I, I was basically like the new, the new guy, and I basically came in and had a new show and this kind of stuff, and I followed this guy each week. And he was somewhat of a... Uh, what's the nice... It was... It was I would say a, a troubled person who had issues with other people for whatever reason, like fabricated reasons or whatever. Uh, it was a dick. So basically the system, you know, I'm new and all this kind of stuff. And so he basically had left the premises and he was in, obviously he was doing his show and he sort of just zoomed off and he left very quickly after his show had finished, and I was trying to set up all that kind of stuff, and I noticed that the the system, the computer system, had been logged out of. And he did it on purpose. Uh, he 100% did it on purpose, because you don't log out of it. That you just, you, It's just always logged in. The computer's on, and it's logged in. Simple as that. You always do that, yeah? It's very simple. And for some reason, it was logged out. I thought, he's done that on purpose. I thought, I don't care. I'll, I'll do CDs and records and mini discs. I don't mind. So then I thought, well, what what the password actually is? And, you know, it's hospital radio. I thought, let's just go for password. So I just sat there, put user and then password, and it worked. So, uh, yeah, there's no need to password protect an internal system uh, in, a, in a cabin, in a car park. Um, but, yeah, uh, so got in there. And then the funny thing was about that, he then came back uh, just before my show was about to start to help me out with the old uh, you know the old the old password the old password no uh, I'm already in mate I'm already doing my show bye um, I actually remember uh, I really did just enjoy that and I hope I can work out some sort of way of uh, digitising them and maybe sharing them because it'd be quite fun I've got so much archive material I've got stuff going back like 2006 and that's on computers and this kind of stuff and you know it's just all this kind of stuff that I can, you know, share if I could be bothered. But alas, we are where we are. 
Anyway, uh, thank you for joining me for this episode. I hope everything's going to write. And uh, if it's not, it will get better. And, um, you know, yeah. See you all again soon. Tati bye. Who is the man? Where is the room? It's some guy you've never heard of in a room you've never been in. For more information, head over to maninaroom.co.uk. It's a Berenjan for Dinivy.